what's going on everybody and welcome back to the unhinged talk podcast i'm pretty sure we're on episode six now and episode five was about four months ago but we're just gonna forget about that we've really been slacking and by we i mean you no no i've been asking to do it i've been asking every about week. every week and you've been saying no i gotta make a new t-shirt i never said that uh yeah yeah so um it's been a while so, since we last talked. The Yankees got eliminated in the ALDS by the Red Sox, and the Red Sox, of course, went on to win the World Series, and some offseason moves have happened. I don't know what you're talking about. The Yankees won the World Series. Oh, really? 28 Awesome. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Paxton, Torres. Paxton's a Yankee. Torres is a Cub. <laughs> um... <laughs> So we yeah, talk about Paxton I, first or Therese? Yeah, we could talk about Paxton. Um, what do you think about the deal? Well, I think bottom line is if he can stay healthy, then it's a good move. He's When healthy, he is one of the best pitchers in baseball. It's just a matter of, what, do you have a back problem last year, I think? Yeah. So, his career high in innings was in 2018, like 160 innings. So, I mean, but uh, when he's healthy, he's definitely one of the best pitchers in the league. See, my thing is, like, I don't know if I would consider Paxton an ace. Like, I consider him a high number, too, because, honestly, when I look at, like, Major League Baseball, I only see, like, five aces in the entire sport. Well, it depends. It's also the fact that he hasn't been healthy, you know what I mean? I mean, his strikeout totals are ridiculous. He pitched in, like, 160 innings, and he struck out 200 batters. I think he had, like, I think he had like an 11.6 K, K per nine or something like that. Like, the dude is filthy when he's healthy. It's just Yeah, but, like, healthy isn't always going to happen. Well, true, I think. And what do you think he's going to be there, two? Sevy, I think too. I think Sevy's always going to be their number one. And say they get Corbin. All right, say they get Corbin. What is the rotation? Corbin will be three. I, I say Sevy one, Paxton two, Corbin three, Tanaka four, CC five. I think it's safe to say Corbin's a Yankee. Would you agree? I mean, the only thing I don't like is having three left-handers in the rotation. Uh, yeah, I know. I thought about that too. But in terms of, if you I don't like that. All in all, it's really not that big of a deal. If you actually like think about it, having three left, it's really not. It sounds like it is, and it's like the common, I don't know. the common sense and like rhetoric is that it is a problem, but it really isn't. If you think about it, what is the big deal about there being three left-handers in the rotation? Honestly, give me like, give me Corbin and a right-handed starter, and have a six-man rotation. All in all, it's going to be a left-hander though. You know what I mean though? Because it's either going to be Corbin, half, and I mean Keuchel. You could say. Yeah, but not if they rock with a six-man rotation. Who's number six then? CC, who's five? You just sign a right-hander. All right, who's that? I don't know. Not out there. That's a thing. Morton. Oh fuck no, God, please. Evaldi. I like Evaldi more out of the bullpen, to be honest. I, I, I still Evaldi, can't believe that we. Evaldi's have not as good as he was in the playoffs, and we both know that. Obviously not, but not even not even the same realm of being that good, in my opinion. You no, know? but he was also good uh, once he Is came he to the Red Sox. Well, that's true, yeah. And what, I think he introduced a cutter or something. Or there was a certain pitch he introduced. Yeah, the cutter. Yeah, that was what it was that, you know, put him on a whole other level. But, I don't, but yeah, I don't as far as Corbin goes, I think that he's solidified to be a Yankee. He's a Yankee, to be honest. If they offer him, what, four or five years, I think he'll take it. It's not really going to be a... um The tweet that Rosenthal sent out? About the brother, best man speech. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. I so think that solidified? that solidis- solidifies that he's a Yankee. So for the people that don't know, what happened? It was his brother was giving a best man speech at Corbin's wedding, and he said, uh, he "Let me read it. it." He put on a Yankee hat and said, "And then the, like apparently so, the whole crowd applauded." And he was so like, "So Rosenthal said from someone who attended Patrick Corbin's wedding, his younger brother gave a best man speech, and at the end took out a Yankees hat and put it on, 
which elicited a great applause and said they all hoped that he and Jen would be moving closer to home. So he's moving closer to home. It's happening. And, and, and it is known that he, his family and him, of course, are like, we're big Yankee fans growing up. But they believe he lived like near what, Syracuse, Syracuse I think? I think so, upstate New York. So, bottom line, yeah, he lived in New York growing up and uh, his family and him are Yankee fans. So that's a nice corn in the bag, you could say, in terms of getting him. So I guess the bottom line that we could say is that Paxton's a good deal. I'd say so. And because... apparently, like, and they weren't very, nobody's really hot, hot, that high on Sheffield. Apparently. No. And I actually, I was, I didn't like that they included Sheffield in terms of, I wanted actually to package, at the time, I wanted to package Sheffield and then Duhar for Corey Kluber. Mm. It looks at this point that, I guess, Andujar, you'd say, is going to stay, I guess, because the next pitcher yeah. is going to be via free agency, you'd agree? Yeah, I, I agree. Half. Yeah, so. I think they're done making trades, like big trades. I think all that's left pretty much in terms of, like, big moves is signing starter and maybe Machado, you think? Machado, or, well, you think Harper, but. I think I, Harper. I think I like, Harper makes I, sense. I like Harper, but I don't know if that's it. it. makes too much sense. Maybe. I don't understand why it they wouldn't does, want. But whatever the, I'll be honest, this is my mindset with a lot of things in the past few years. Whatever the Yankees do, I'm comfortable with. Whatever they do, I'm like, I'm not going to get like worried over Because whatever they do, it's a good deal if that's how Brian Cashman feels about it, you know? You know who I actually forgot about? Who? J-Hap. J-Hap. Yeah, but think about it. He's going to be signing a three-year deal. He's get, people. He's highly sought after, actually, apparently right now. He'll be getting a three-year deal, so you'll have till age what thirty-nine. Yeah, but if he's getting three years, that means Corbin's getting six. That depends, but it's the Yankees giving it to him. The Yankees give him away almost get like a equivalent of like a hometown discount. You know what I mean? I if Corbin he's, takes he's five, five, I'm okay with say, it. What is it? It's the Yankees, Phillies, and Nationals, I believe. So say Phillies and Nationals offer him six for say twenty-two AAV. I think the Yankees could offer him five of the same, and I think they get him. That's true. Because he wants, he's like, no, he wants to be Yankees. This has been out there for like years now that he's wanted to be Yankees. Even last year, it well, was out yeah, there. but I mean, money talks. Well, money, I mean, if it's substantial. And it's not like, if it's, it's not like, like Philly and New York. Well, it, it's, in my opinion, it's at least like, if it's a big, substantially different offer, I'd say, yeah, he'll sign elsewhere. But in terms of like, if it's within the same ballpark, I'd say, and I think maybe. A year less, I think they get him. I just think it's crazy because what we're doing is banking on a guy that's had one, one really good year in his one career. One really good year in, like, what, one or two pretty decent years? I and guess. he's cashing in on it. Yeah, but his one really good year, which was 2018, of course, filthy, dude, filthy. I know, I understand that. 2.47, 2.47 FIP. And but his that's strike actual was fucking crazy. I don't know. It's it is strong, but his ground ball rate's crazy high. His strikeout rate is crazy high. His slider's filthy. It's a risk. I, I guess we'll see. Every long-term deal, especially for a star, a free agent starter, is going to be a fucking risk. But in terms of like, what other options really are there? I mean, there's Hap and there's Keiko. I don't really want anything to do with Keiko. And Hap proved he can. No, I I think I'd take Keiko. I don't know about that. His ground ball Probably rate give is him high. Like though, so. one year, give him a one-year deal. Oh, he'll get more than that. He'll get way more than that. Mm. No, he's, he's pitch market. The pitching market isn't really that deep. It's what Corbin Hap. You know what? Give like, me Matt Harvey. All right, take a break. Go on a one-year deal. Shove your head in the oven, please. Matt Harvey on a one-year. What do you have to lose? If he sucks, you just send him down to AAA. Oh, he's not going to send him to AAA, but um, why not? I, there is no one. There's no such bad. No bad thing as a one-year deal. But I'll be honest. Say, say he's still around in February. He wants to sign a minor league deal. You know he wants to be Harvey. Harvey, yeah, yeah. 
and maybe. But I mean, that's, he wasn't that with bad with the Reds. That's a conversation with yeah. He had like what four point three ERA, I think. But I don't know. He's washed. Okay. Definitely, not, definitely not an option to be the New York Yankees. What fifth starter? I'm good because that makes CC your four. Mm, you never know. It's an option, maybe as a minor league deal. That's a conversation I think for another time. We're too early in the offseason for that, you know. See, all right, all right. Here's here's my opinion on this whole thing. A couple of years ago, like looking ahead towards this free agency, we were looking at the big starters. Who was it? It was Harvey Keiko. Um, Jose Fernandez. Fernandez. And think about this. Think about what the freezing class could have been. Say fucking Jose. Sadly, if he didn't pass away, say he didn't pass away, and Mike Trout didn't take that stupid extension from the Angels, which wasn't stupid. I mean, it was 144 million. The free agent class right now would be Machado, Harper, Trout, and Jose Fernandez. How fucking crazy is yeah. that? That would have been yeah, filthy. That's what I was saying. Fernandez. Um, looking back at the free agent class, we were expecting it to be like crazy. And now it's like Patrick Corbin. Like You don't know what he's going to be like in a few years. Yeah. Just like a few years ago, we didn't think Matt Harvey was going to fall off the way he did. Who Honestly, who would have expected that? Well, yeah, nobody. And also... Josh Donaldson, that was going to be a big piece of this free agent yeah, class. Yeah, Josh Donaldson, too. And, and look at what happened and to him. I love that deal for the Braves, though. The one-year $20 And look, Adam deal. Jones. Oh, he's out there, too, isn't he? Yeah. Hell, if Adam Jones was left-handed, I'd want to ink him with the Yankees, to be honest. Yeah. Big I time. like Nick Markakis. Is he left-handed? He switches. isn't yeah. he? Yeah. No, no, he's left-handed. Uh, the Yankees' bottom line, I tweeted this out the other day. They need a left-handed bat. Bad. That's why Harper makes so much sense for me. Daniel Murphy. His defense is so bad, dude. It's not even funny. But I wouldn't hate that deal. Yeah, but who cares? You put him at first base. Or what about Voight? At that point, you put Murphy at second, to be honest. And you put put Glaber at short. Yeah, and then, well, it depends. Let's be honest. I think we both know what's going to happen here. They're going to sign Corbin. They're going to sign Machado. That's their offseason. And then they'll make a little, maybe some minor trades here and there. Sign a reliever. Either D-Rob or Adovino. I like Ottavino better than Drew. Yeah, and apparently he's a Yankee fan too. Everybody wants to be a Yankee, yeah, you know. So it's, obviously, because they want to go where the money is. It's not, not only just that; it's just the the what the pride and just, just the benefits of playing in New York and just I don't know, you know what I mean? The I guess brand of playing as a Yankee. But um, I was just thinking, do you realize how good Tanaka's deal has been? Oh. Amazing deal. It's Definitely. ridiculous. I, mean, I could have you, never expected it to turn out this well. And if you look at not even just the regular season numbers, and obviously they haven't been as good as they were in the first three years, but the past couple years they've been like not as great. But his postseason numbers have been filthy. And the ear ain't the ones. Yeah. Like, he, what he he? I mean, maybe Severino in the first four innings of the Walker game, but he's pretty much been the only good starting was the only good starting pitcher in the postseason for the Yankees this year. Even even 2017 too. Yeah, definitely. He was the only one that gave them, like, a solidified great yeah. start every time. Yeah. He was filthy in 2017. 2015 Wildcard game, he was decent. He was, that was I don't think he gets enough credit. Oh, he really doesn't. I think he's, like, in terms of – I remember Michael K something, saying something like this, where it's, like, I think Tanaka really holds something back in the tank for games that really, truly matter. Yeah. Ever, since, ever since he the partially torn UCL. Yeah. He, but you can just – there's just times where he really knows he has to pitch well and he has to give it his all, and that's what he does. In the playoffs, he definitely And then does. that's why in those games, hitters, like – I They're love not Tanaka. able to handle it because they've I never seen him before. I'm a, I've always been a big Tanaka guy, and he's just like something about him. Just like he's a fierce. He's just truly really, like the definition of a competitor. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's awesome. He goes out to win every game. Yeah. So, what? what he would be our Yankees' fourth starter. He would be their fourth starter. So let's see what after seven, being their first in 2015, 2016 too, and, and yeah. 2017, and then no. Seven, well, he was no, he was number one. 
Yeah, he was the number one. And then in he, had that, he had the four point what seven eight year right. Yeah, Reno emerged, but so it'd be. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're telling me in twenty? Yeah, in twenty seventeen, Tanaka was yeah. their one. Is that was when Tanaka was like crap all of a sudden, and then he showed yeah. up like, kind of in the second half, and then in the postseason. Damn. And then so Severino, Paxton, Corbin, Tanaka, CC, we agree on. Yeah. Can't say that's not the best rotation in baseball, to be honest. All right, so that's Paxton. Now, the only other move they really made of significance was oh, that people, moving Ronald to that Reyes. people somewhat, for some reason, care about. I DFA you know, Ronald to Reyes and later to the Cubs. For some reason, I will never understand what the obsession the Yankee fan base has with Ronald well, to Reyes is. I'll, I'll share my opinion on this. Okay, so obviously Ronald to Reyes is a very, I don't know, for some reason, very liked player. I guess you could say he's likable. He's not a not likable oh, he's, guy. Oh, no, no. He, of course he's likable. I'm not saying yeah. that. And he's a very good clubhouse presence. Not going to deny yeah. that. The chemistry's there with him. The Tonight, tonight what is it? The Tonight Show or whatever? Yeah, the Tonight Show. All that stuff. And the players love him. But yeah. people seem to think that he's some option to play in the Yankees infield maybe for the entire, like, what, first half that Didi's yeah. out. That he's some great offensive player. He's a great defensive player, which is, is not the case. He's not nearly as versatile as Tyler Wade is. He's a career no. 82 weighted run created plus player, which is far below average. The average is 100, and he's an 82. <laughs> that place is way, way below average. He's not a good offensive player just because he hits 300. Stop looking at batting average, people. You Are you a fan of batting average? Um, Yeah. No. If on-base percentage counts it out, or like discounts it, or like negates it. Well, no. I think that on-base percentage is obviously more important, but you can't overlook batting average. On base percentage is far more. If they have a better on base than some, if, like Judge and Altuve in 2017, Altuve had the better batting average, but Judge had the better on base, so it cancels each other out. In my opinion, not even just in my opinion, it's a fact. All right, no, but in a guy like Ronald Torres' case, obviously on base percentage matters more. Anybody, his role is to get on base. Exactly, and and Ronald. But a guy like Judge, no, but Ronald Torres' on base is terrible though. His OPS is like no, I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like. His and role is to get on base, and it's not what he's doing. And bottom line, for anybody listening who disagrees, Ronald Torres is not a good player. Yeah, he's a great clubhouse presence, not denying that. But is oh, – I, I don't know why. I feel bad because I I get repulsed at the idea of Ronald Torres in the starting lineup. <laughs> like, it's always a point where it's like I'm biased. I don't know why I love the guy. To be you know, honest. it gives me bad flashbacks to 2017 when it was Torres, Chris Carter, Pete Cosma, all in the same lineup. Oh, God, Pete Cosma. Good grief. Pete Cosma. Yeah, so – that's the bottom line. Ronald Torres isn't good, and don't cry over that. You know, the obsession that the Mets fan base had with Bartolo Colon. Yeah, that's pretty much it. At least Bartolo was a productive player, though. You know what I mean? And with the Mets, he wasn't really that productive. No, he was good. He had like a 3-5 year, right, pretty much each and every year out. No, I, after he hit that home run, everybody was all on top of him for no reason. Well, MLB's obsessed with him. If he has, first of all, that's another thing that's so ridiculous. MLB and MLB's fans are so, like, biased for certain players that use PEDs. A-Rod's hated, Bonds is hated, Clems is hated. All these players are hated. Everybody forgets about Bartolo. People seem to forget that Bartolo Colon was suspended in the exact same time frame that A-Rod was suspended. <laughs> so, please, give me yeah. a break. Good God. The whole PED And that was, what, the year after he finished, like, second in Cy Young voting? When he had the – when he was in Oakland, he was filthy. He had yeah, as like a 35-year-old. Yeah, so – and then 2013, of course, he got suspended in the biogenesis thing. But people yep. seem to forget that. But Oh, same thing with David Ortiz. Oh, that's – exactly, exactly. A-Rod – well, before A-Rod's 
the biogenesis thing with A-Rod, the 01 to 03 PED scandal with A-Rod. Ortiz was in the same boat with that. They both yeah. came out in the Mitchell report, but, you know, Ortiz is likable. A-Rod isn't. I'm not denying that, but it's just people A-Rod seem to nitpick. A-Rod's likable now. Oh, A-Rod's so likable now. He's more likable than Jeter, but. <laughs> you know, I, I like to think that A-Rod's, like, a genuinely nice person because I believe so. But part of me also thinks that he might just be, like, doing this all for publicity. Just no, I think so. I don't, I, no, no, I, I think there's two different A-Rods. I think there's the pre-suspension A-Rod and there's a post-suspension A-Rod. And he's very – you could tell when he came back in 2015 from the start, not when he got off to that, that great start, just from, from the moment he entered camp in 2015, he was a different guy. He was humbled. He was so happy to be a part of the of game. Of course, but but obviously he's still trying to make up his image. Whether he knows it, whether he realizes it or not, the pers- the persona think, that he's putting off is him trying to redeem himself. I think something that's really changed. I think he's really enjoying life now, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, of he course. J Lo, he has all this stuff. He's really most probably. I'll be honest. What the most accepted he's ever been in the game? Of course, like, because he reached his low point. He knows it's not. He knows yeah. it's not going to get worse. Yankee fans all adore him. He follows yeah. me on Instagram, so we really like him. Oh, uh, you had and, to put that in there. Yeah, <laughs> and um, even like. I'll see Red Sox fans comment on videos of A-Rod broadcasting. They'll say, you know, I hated A-Rod as a player, but I got to admit, the guy knows the game, and I like him as a broadcaster. Yeah, you can't hate A-Rod now. It's... Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's just like, well, A-Rod has always been a thing of, like, very polarizing. You either love him or you hate him, but I don't know. I think he's done as much as he could to remake his image. Yeah. And I don't think it's fake for the most part. Maybe some of it is, but I think he's genuinely, like, a different guy, you know? He's humbled. Cutting out, just to make his image look better. No, I don't think so. Why are you getting on? A-Rod because his image was in the gutter, the gutter. Yeah, but A Rod, even before the PED shit, it, people hated A Rod because he's like known as a diva. Yeah. All right, you want to? Uh, I, a lot of questions have come in. You want? Yeah, let's get into it? the questions. All right, ready? Yeah. All right, so first question comes in from Raph21. Will Corbin be a Yankee in the next week? I Oh, in the next week. Within the next week. So, yeah, let's say within seven days. Um, I'm going to say yeah. Yep, let's say I yeah. I think so, too, yeah. I feel like after visiting Yankee Stadium, it's just bound to happen. I mean, it's a foregone conclusion almost that if the Yankees are interested in Corbin and they're going to offer him a deal that's respectable, of course, that – He'll be a Yankee, I think, you know? Yeah. All right, so come on in as top five favorite Yankees. Um, Yeah, you could go first. All right, so let's do what, all time and current, I guess? Yeah, let's do it. This is no order for me, because if I was going to do order, I'd have to think a long motherfucking time. So A-Rod actually is definitely number one by far. A-Rod's what got me into baseball and the Yankees in general, so A-Rod's number one. But from there, no order, I'd say... Aaron Judge, definitely future captain. Gary Sanchez is up there. Um, Andy Pettit. And um, Nick Swisher, I'd say. Okay. And that's, of course, just players I've watched growing up. I'm not going to be saying, like, Babe Ruth so you or combi- like Wait, but you combined all time and current? That's, oh, that's what we're doing. Do you want to do separate? Oh, yeah, no, we could combine it. Um, yeah, I was combining it. All right. Uh, I don't know if this is in any kind of order, but I'm gonna say A. Rod, Jeter, Judge, um, Betances. Ooh, Dallin's up there too. Dallin's probably yeah. number six to me. Um, Betances. 
Um, hmm. I like Stalin Castro a lot too. There's a lot of players for me that I love. It's tough because like CC's I really don't feel I gotta replace to players. I'm replacing Swisher with CC. CC. Oh, Tanaka. Tanaka's up there. Tanaka. There's so it's. I don't know. It's really oh, tough. Oh, Java Chamberlain. You know, what, let's actually let's do separate. All right, for me, all time, A Rod, Jeter, Swisher, Andy, uh, Johnny Damon. Okay. S- maybe slash AJ Burnett. I was always a big fan of AJ Burnett. It's hard to explain. Oh yeah. Um, and then in the present, this I'll put. Actually, no, not in order. Yeah, in the order. All right. Judge, CC, Gary, Dellen. Mm, we'll go with Tanaka. Tanaka slash Didi. Or five. All right. Um, my five all time is A Rod, Jeter, um, Rivera. Oh shit! I forgot him. Chamberlain. Mm. Um. Chamberlain. Do I like Bobby Abreu? Bobby Abreu, you're going way back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're. Pro- um, I think that's five, right? Yeah. And and current. Gotta be Judge, um, Batances, CC, Tanaka, and we'll say DD. I think DD would be in a lot of people's top fives. Yeah, he's likable. All right, all right. Um, Castro Angel one two zero asks, when a contract comes up for Judge, what do you think it'll look like? All right, so <laughs> for Judge, he's not a free. He's a late rookie, so he's not a free agent until I think age thirty one, I believe. Yeah. So I was gonna say, say he keeps up this production, averages like maybe forty homers a year, hundred and ten ribbies, on base of around four hundred. I'd say, I mean, I'd like to think, maybe five or six years, thirty to thirty in, in the thirty millions, pretty pretty much. That's what I guess, and that's an early guess, of course. So another four years. We're assuming that he keeps up the pace that he's at. Well, yeah, exactly. But you can't be answering this question assuming that he's going to fall off. You know what I mean? Like I said, okay, this, so, this is assuming that. Okay, it's assuming player. that he stays the player that he is. Yeah, assuming he's this player through age 31. All right, so I'm going to say seven years and in the 30 million range. So I guess around 200 million. What, like seven years, 215, like a Kershaw deal? Yeah, yeah, like a Kershaw deal. Mm-hmm. Because not yeah, only is he an amazing player, but he's, I say this is the face of baseball. Oh, without a doubt. And I like to say that I think you may agree that once that deal comes, if he's still the same player, still the same off the field personality, that he very well could be the what the twelfth Yankee captain in history. Yeah, he's not leaving the Yankees. I, and I think I think he'll be captain. I think he'll be named captain. So yeah. Yep. Up next question. Shit. Alrighty. Mike Leahy, Mike Dot Leahy asks, "Who will fill Didi's void until he comes back?" Well, I think number one option would be Machado, probably, but it's not happening. Well, I at least I don't think it makes I think it's gonna happen. happen. To be honest, I think it's the most likely. But you could always sign Neil, you sign Neil Walker, which I'd actually be very much in favor of, and then put Glaves over to short, or you could sign a Danny Ekavari. I'd be very much in favor of that as well. Great defender, put him at short for half a season. Because think about this: the Yankees' offense is so great and so potent that you could deal with a defensive based player you know what i mean uh their offense isn't as great as you think situational hitting wise especially without dd in terms of ultimate run scoring overall run scoring i mean it is pretty pretty potent you know what i mean yeah all in all let's be honest i think they're signing machado at least in my opinion um wait what was the question again um replacements for dd yeah um honestly i want to say glaber 
and then Daniel Murphy for second base. That's what I would want. Yeah, you've been saying Daniel Murphy for a while. Yeah, I feel like he's exactly what they need. He's a contact hitter. They don't he, have any contact hitters. Defense, dude. It's not just in terms of like who cares? Who cares? No, no, Their no, defense please. is already bad. No, no, no. Exactly. Goddamn. That's even. That's even worse of a reason. The defense is already putrid. Okay. All right. So um. I yeah. understand that, but you act like Neil Walker is a Gold Glove second baseman. Go make a T-shirt. <laughs> Since we're pretty much, are, are we pretty much guaranteed to get either Corbin or Hap or Keuchel? I think yeah. Yes. 100%. Obviously. Hundred percent. All right. Don't give the guy sass. <laughs> Alrighty, let me switch over to Yanks. Alright, yeah. Hold on. In the meantime, you could go follow me on Twitter at True Hennessy and on Instagram at True Hennessy and at Unhinged Brand. Thank you. you take a fucking break. Alright, Germ underscore SS, Andrew Miller question mark. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I don't think it'll get too big of a deal. I think it'll maybe in the free agent pool late. So say around January, late January, February, they, I think they might make a move on him. If they don't sign Britain, I'll take Miller. I, I don't think Britain's getting resigned. I think Britain's gonna go sign as a closer for somebody, possibly Boston. Probably. I don't think I don't think um Kimbrough's going back to Boston. I think he's going no. to the, the Braves, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, thinking. I think he's going to the Braves. Jake underscore twenty seven underscore twenty six s. If the Yanks get Corbin, would they have a top five rotation going to the season? In your opinion? Yes. I'd say that say the best rotation in baseball, wouldn't you? No, Maybe. no. All right, who is? Uh the Mets. No, please, 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 please. They're gonna trade Syndergaard away. They're gonna trade Syndergaard away. Well, that's assuming they don't trade Syndergaard. All right, so what is the Mets rotation anyway? So it's Degrom, Syndergaard, Wheeler, Wheeler. Who's filled Mats. in? Mats. and what? Vargas. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say this: the Mets have the best top three. But in terms of overall rotation, rotation, well, it would either be Lugo or Gasellman, right? I think they have Lugo. Lugo, no, I think them two are in the bullpen. I think. No, I think but I don't Vargas. think they're gonna stay there permanently. And Vargas isn't a Vargas's stuff doesn't translate out of the bullpen, so I don't think. Well, Vargas isn't. He's not gonna be. He's he was god awful last year. Oh yeah, I agree. But the Mets don't outspend their mistakes, so I think they committed money to a player. They're gonna try their best to use him, and he's not I a guess, bullpen. But, no. I mean, the Mets have two aces. That I, like I said, I one. and arguably. Wheeler's an ace now too with how he was in the second half. Yeah. Alrighty. Um and Matt's wasn't bad. He was pretty good. Uh and Galeros twenty seven asks, will we get Machado? You don't think so? I th- I think they will, but I don't want them to. I I I want I prefer Harper, but if I had to put money on the side, I'd definitely say they're gonna get Machado. I prefer I prefer Harper a lot more. I mean that's kind of what the industry's been saying. Um, Daniel Dot Gutman asks, "How long till the big name players start to sign?" Uh, I mean, that could be Harper Machado. I think that'll stretch into late December. Harper signing at the winter meetings. I think I think it'll be more so towards Christmas, but what's, what no, is it? It's going to be in Vegas. What is that? The tenth through the something. Um, it's like second December, right? It's in a couple weeks. Yeah. So yeah. Um. That's pretty much it on the questions. Because to be honest. All of them are around the same, all asking about Corbin. And like we said, we think he's going to be a Yankee, so. All right, well, do you have any final comments? I want Harper. They're not going to get Harper, and I'll stand by that. My final comment is I need Bryce Harper as a Yankee. It just makes too much sense. Like, I know. why wouldn't they want him? And honestly, I it's think the they want him really I bad. Could, I think he could play first base, to be honest, and hell. I, I think, think he could play any position he wants to be such an athlete. Because he came up as what a catcher, and then he converted. Yeah. To I think I think he's probably the most athletic player in baseball, so he can play any position. And I say put him I, at second base. And please, I, that's a stretch, <laughs> but 
Brett Gardner is not a starting left fielder, in my opinion. All right, honestly, if Defensive the wise, Brewers yeah. put Travis Shaw at second base, you could put Bryce Harper at second base. They put Travis Shaw at second base? Yeah. Shit, I don't know that. Yeah. Cool. You see they're going to non-tender scopes. He'll be a free agent. Yeah. That's what the Mets should have went after. Can you believe the Mets, man? Yeah, that's another thing we should talk about. Robinson Cano. I, mm, I don't understand why the Mets think, would want to pay him. I think here's what's going to go down to the deal, of course. So the Mets are apparently set, not set to, but close to acquiring Robinson Cano and arguably the best reliever in baseball, Edwin Diaz, for what? Jay Bruce, their top prospect, and I think like Anthony Swarzak or something like that. Yeah. And pretty much, I think Cano's salary is going to be 10, the Mets are going to be paying about 10 to 15 million per year through age 41. Yeah. Let's get something clear right away. That 10-year, $240 million deal the Seattle Mariners signed him to in what, 2013? Yeah. We knew it at the time and we still know it now. That is the most atrocious contract I've seen in Besides Pablo Sandoval. He had, I think, two good years. Oh, I want to clarify something, though, is that Cano is still a good player, though, but in terms of he's 36 years old. I wouldn't say he's – I mean, he's yeah, he's a good player, but he's not a great I think a top five second baseman. And then the PED suspension, I mean, I still think he's a Hall of Famer, though, to be honest. No, no, no. I've really changed my stance on those for a while, to be honest. I'm probably the biggest A-Rod fan out there. I think A-Rod's one of the few PED users that doesn't get into the Hall of Fame. No, I think that he will after Bonds and Clemens get in because they're gonna get in eventually. Once Bonds and Cle- once Bonds, especially once he gets in, that'll kind of, you know, set the staple for the players after. But I think both of them should be in. All in all, I mean, like one thing I gotta give props to is Brody Van Wagen, the Mets, new, Mets new GM. I mean, he's trying to win now. I yeah, I like that. But yeah, but I don't, I don't think they doing... should be trying to win now. Oh, I agree totally on that. Their I roster think... isn't built for winning now. Well, agreed, but I mean. So what, what what are they gonna have? They need a catcher too. They need bullpen. They need everything. Uh, we'll look at Diaz. So I think if they get, they're gonna get Diaz, and they're still gonna need another. Uh, they another. need a new lineup and a new bullpen. So what? Their first baseman. They could say, I think, I think Jay Bruce was actually set to be their first baseman in 2019. And Peter Alonso. I think it would be started. Dom Smith. Oh yeah. Oh, I think Dom Peter Smith Alonso. is actually part of the deal. He may have been. I'm not sure, but Peter Alonso at first. Um, but I then guess, you're not gonna put McNeil at second base. Um, Rosario at short, and then you have Frazier at third, and then apparently McNeil can play third, so I don't know. No, don't but know. McNeil's going to go to Seattle. Is he? Yeah, that's what I saw. Oh, goodness fucking grief. I'm fine with that. McNeil's actually not that good. His batting average and balls in play is tremendously high, but um, Conforto and what? But yeah, they're still dealing with the Cespedes mess. Oh, and Cespedes isn't due. Like, he's out till fucking, what, June, I think? Yeah, I don't know what I... You better hope your starting staff gives you about eight innings and that your offense can script together a couple of runs. Good grief. Yeah, but either way, I don't think it'll be a good deal Let's for just the say Mets. This. Bottom line, closing end to the end of the podcast. We're grateful that we're Yankee fans. That's all we can say. We're grateful that we're Yankee fans. And this dude's back grateful. in Queens that he's a Yankee fan. How'd that happen anyways? That's, well, I mean, I'm from the Bronx. Oh, really? Yeah. That's actually pretty slick. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, right, well, um, so, yeah, we're thankful for Bryce Harper being a Yankee because it's going to happen soon. I wish. I'll dream about that tonight. And we will see you all in. We're gonna see you. Right, we're gonna we'll see you see soon. We'll see you whenever we honestly want to. Because I asked Pat to do a podcast every week, and he's always like, "No, I'm customizing T-shirts." So, <laughs> okay, that has if never Pat ever comes along to do a podcast. Then yeah, you'll see us every week. All right, and you yeah, can the follow. Yankees have a new podcast. You could follow us on Twitter at Unhinged Yankees at True Hennessy at Dan Allen Rourke on Instagram at Yankees Avenue at Dan Dan Rourke. Dan Allen Rourke. Dan Allen Rourke at True Hennessy. Um, you could follow our clothing brand at Unhinged Brand. I'll give you some props. You actually have a pretty slick uh, clothing brand. 
I appreciate that, Danny. It, it, it hurts me to compliment you, but it is pretty nice. Oh, shit, I'm wearing one right now. Fuck. See? Oh, you guys can't see, but he is wearing an unhinged shirt. Uh, the, um, what is it? The beach town one? Is that what beach it's called? Beach town. Beach town. You could get that now at unhingedclothing.shop. Right, let's let's, let's stop the uh, shameless plugs here. All right. We will see you guys later. Goodbye.